What's up, everybody? Today, I am very excited to announce my guest. He's a New Orleans Saints Hall of Famer, a native of New Orleans, and probably the best kick and punt returner I've ever seen in my life, Michael Lewis. How's it going today, my guy? Pretty good, pretty good. Can't complain at all. That's what's up. So, uh, you know, you grew up in New Orleans, and as a non-New Orleans native, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell me and the other listeners who might not be from New Orleans what makes it so special? Oh, man, everybody loves New Orleans. This is a big tourist spot. I mean, you know, everybody likes to come down, like you said, for Mardi Gras, French Quarter. Um, most of the people love to come down because of the, the food that they eat as well. You know, we have some great food as well. But I think it's more of the people. Like, you don't you don't meet strangers when you come to New Orleans. It's almost like family when you come down here. So, I mean, this is like one of the spots that everybody wants to come and see. And when they come, they always want to come back. Yeah, for sure. Everybody I've ever talked to from New Orleans is super friendly, super nice, and just really just outgoing and positive. And I just love that. Um, but, you know, you did talk a little bit about the food. So give us give us a go-to meal for someone visiting New Orleans. What's your favorite? <laughs> give us a couple, maybe. I don't know. Well, it, I mean, it just depends on, you know, what type of person you are. I mean, you know, you can go with the red bean and rice. You know, most people like to go and do um, – they like to go to Cafe Dumont and do the beignets. You know, everybody like gumbo. It's so many different things that you can get in New Orleans that's, you know, so amazing. You know, you can get, like you said, um, crawfish etouffee. It's, it's, it's up to you. And I mean, whatever you, you know, whatever you like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can find it somewhere in New Orleans. It doesn't matter if it's Italian, regardless to what it is. I mean, we'll have it here for you. That's what's up. That's what's up. So a lot of people may not know know the story about you. So who better to talk about it than you, right? Um, can you give us the story behind your nickname, Beer Man? Um, I, uh, my last job before I started playing football, not like playing, because I played football. A lot of people think I didn't play football, but I actually did playing semi-pro, arena football, indoor football, all these different leagues. But my last job that I actually had was two doors down from the Saints facility, and it was a Budweiser um, distributor that I worked for that was actually two doors down from the Saints facility that I worked for, and that's where the name comes from. Yeah, so were you just, like, distributing beer to, like, the facility, and then they would, like, see you and be like, hey, man, like, what's up? <laughs> like, how, how'd that go about? Nah, uh -uh. it's crazy, man. I used to deliver, like, through the French quarters, different stores and stuff like that, uh, Superdome and things like that, had those different routes. But um, actually, man, I was actually seen playing arena football. I was playing in New Jersey. I used to play for the New Jersey Red Dogs. And um, played on national TV one night, <clears throat> had about, I think that game I played two two quarters, the last two quarters, and the last series of the second, uh, the first half, and I wound up with 271 all-purpose yards and three touchdowns. That's when I started getting a little known and stuff like that, and that's when I started getting uh, a little buzz, people calling me and things like that to come and um, – try out I worked out for the Philadelphia Eagles I had the the Giants scouts and stuff they came over to New Jersey and watched me um, practice and stuff like that um, when I worked out for the Philadelphia Eagles those are the, the team that actually brought me in a training camp first I was actually in Philly before I came back home in New Orleans yeah that's just a crazy story going from you know selling beer distributing it and all of that stuff to playing in the NFL but um you know you kind of just went over it but uh 
you know, tell us a little bit about your process of getting into the NFL and then like, how'd you take advantage of your opportunities? Cause like, it's one thing to like get that trial, but then what did you do different to really just like take advantage of your opportunity? Well, um, it was a long road, man. And everybody just, you know, when you hear the story, it's like, Oh, I was driving a beer truck. I just pulled up there and worked out and made the team. It didn't go that way. I did play, like I said earlier, I did play in various leagues and stuff like that. But when I got the workout, I worked out for the Saints once I got released from Philly. I worked out um, <clears throat> for Jacksonville and New Orleans. And then they was telling me what they wanted to do with me. Um, they was going to bring me back at the end of the year, send me to Europe. But before the season was over with, I wound up signing on the practice squad for about four or five weeks. And then I wound up going to play NFL Europe and came back and wound up going to training camp in 2001. And in training camp, um, it was crazy. Uh, I was doing all special team stuff, plus I'm trying to learn the offense as well. And that's pretty much where it all got started at, you know, and it was like, you know, they told me that it was going to be up in the air as far as the return job goes and things like that. So I couldn't blame nobody but myself if I didn't make it or whatever. So I just put in the work, man. I just worked my butt off, you know, day in and day out, paid attention, try to get as much reps I can, you know, and never want, I never wanted to be that fly by night story. Oh, this guy drove a beer truck. He got a tryout, blah, blah, blah. And it was over with. So once I played and I wound up making the team, it's crazy. A lot of people didn't know in 2001, I made the team. I played four games and got cut. And went back on the practice squad. And then the last four games of the season, they brought me back up. And that's was my whole thing. I played eight games that year. And during the offseason, man, I worked on catching punts because I never caught punts. I played arena ball. So, you know, you catch it off the net. There's no yeah. punts. So I never caught punts. And the crazy part about it is during the offseason, man, I um, took a couple of weeks off. I uh, got with a guy, Ricky Porter, who was actually um, – the guy that actually taught me how to catch punts and things like that. And I worked my butt off like every day. It got to a point to where they was, they was talking about finding me because I was coming in too much, you know, but I put in that work and that's the thing. Like when I got that opportunity, I didn't want nobody to take it away from me. So I put in all the extra work. I work as hard as I can. And that's one thing that I was saying, you know, I might not be the best. I might not be, you know, the most talented or whatever, but, I was going to outwork anybody that gets in front of me. And that was my whole thing. I put it into work. So my work ethic was like crazy. Yeah, that's what's up. And that's what you need really to get up in there and get to the NFL and play at a high level. What was like NFL Europe and stuff like that like? NFL Europe was, it, it, it was pretty good. Um, most of the guys that you met, you got guys coming from all over. Uh, you know, some of them that was allocated by different teams that was over there. You had some guys that just – made the roster, you went through a training camp and everything. If you made the team, some guys made the team that was allocated, like I was allocated by the Saints. Um, when I went to Europe, Steve Gleason was actually one of my teammates as well. We was on, we was in New Orleans, and we wound up playing on the same team as well in Europe. And you're playing against guys that actually like first-year players, uh, guys that was on the practice squad for teams that they wind up sending over there too. So you're playing against the same caliber type of guys or whatever. You just was playing over there in Europe. Um, you know, I got a chance to go to different places. And that was like one of the, you know, the biggest spots um, about going over there. Like I played in Berlin, Scotland, you know, Amsterdam. So, I mean, it was great, man. It was real great. The fans was crazy um, because they was blowing whistles and stuff like they do at the soccer game and stuff like that. So, I mean, 
sometimes, you know, you got to pay attention to, like, who's blowing the whistles because, you know, they're making all the noise and stuff like that. But the fans was great. Um, it just gave me opportunity to go from playing on a 50-yard field to back to the 100-yard field and the wider field playing outside as well. Yeah, so was it kind of like maybe like the G League or the minor league baseball, yeah, like the NFL? That's exactly what it was. You know what I'm saying? It was it was like that. To yeah, help. I, I work in that industry, so I was just kind of I was figuring that's what it was, but like, yeah, 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 that's what it is. Yeah, perfect, perfect. So I get that 100 percent. Then, um, so who's the best player you've ever played with, and then who's the best you played against? Oh man, I played. Uh... As far as what, though? Because when you say played against, I mean, I played against a lot of good guys as far as. Um, like, who, who's the best you lined up against? Like, best corner you lined up against? Best corner I lined up against when I played? Oh, man, I played against uh, guys like Champ Bailey was probably one of the top guys I ever lined up against um, playing against him, man. Champ was like that guy. And he was young then. That's when he was with Washington Redskins, you know, um, Played against Champ, uh, man. I, you got to think about. It. I played in two thousand one to two thousand seven, so I actually got a chance to run across a lot of guys at their prime, and then I got a chance to play against guys that was, you know, getting older, or whatever. But I played in the league to where, you know, it was some real hard hitting back then, and you know, the things has changed, you know, a lot from now. You know, back then, you know, you talk about wedges and stuff like that you know now you only can have two men you can't hold hands you know so back then you know it was a little bit rougher you know going on but uh, one of the best guys ever played against was champ bailey yeah for sure who's the best you ever played with um well i played a year with drew got a chance to play with drew got a chance to play with marcus coaston as well um got a chance to play with um joe horn you know uh I mean, I played with some good guys. Sammy Knight, just being on on that team, you know, uh, Willie Jackson was uh, probably one of the hardest working guys that was a professional um, that I played with. He he would he was a starter. It was so crazy. Willie Jackson was a starter, and he would start, but he would do all the other things. Like he would do scout team reps and everything at all times. And I was saying to myself, like, dude, you're taking my reps, and he was like, man. He'll, he'll pull you out like that's that's the type of guy he was. So I used to watch him a lot and saw the work ethic he had as a veteran and still putting in that type of work would, would actually made me want to work hard as well. Yeah, for sure. Those are some some great players you played with. And Chan Bailey's obviously a complete shutdown corner. Um, so, you know, you're you're uh, really important to the New Orleans Saints. You know, after you retired, they named you a team ambassador. What all does that title entail? <laughs> it's just a great name, man. But it, it that does a lot, man. I was like a big community guys, man. I would go to schools, speak at schools, um, go to different um events and stuff like that, Sweet Holders event. Um you name it, I pretty much did it, you know, when it came to that. On Sundays I would actually go around walking in the suites, you know, um, meeting people and things like that, checking on um some of the sweet holders, you know, some of your top people or whatever, got a chance to do uh, other things like working for the organization it, it, it puts you in a good position and it kept me in a community man because I was a big community person I loved doing stuff in the community so that was another thing that I loved about um, working for the organization organization and being from New Orleans that I was always out in the community you know dealing with the fans and stuff like that so it just made it just so much sweeter yeah for sure um 
So, you know, have you gotten to really work with Deontay Harris at all? And then what do you think of him? Like, do you think he's coming from the records and all that? Work with him or whatever, but um, I'll be, I, I, I be around, you know, I still go to the to the facility. I still, you know, hang out, you know, I still, you know, see some of the guys and stuff like that. Um, I think he's going to be a great, great return guy. Um, you know, and I think once he get a chance to also get into the offense as well, I think that's going to even help out even more, you know, with the organization. Um, but his return game, man, is just, just stellar, man. I mean, I think he's, he's going to be great back there. I don't think a lot of people don't put a lot of emphasis on special team, which, you need all three phases to win and people don't really believe in that. You know, nowadays it's about scoring and stopping or whatever, but if you got a great special team and a guy like him that can change the course of a game and a kickoff return or a punt return so fast, man, I mean, what more you can ask for, you know, those are points that you don't look for, but you can get that can help you out. You know what I'm saying? So having a guy like that, man, can actually win a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, like I've been talking about reporting, covering the Saints since like 2015, and no one ever really they all they always take advantage of special teams until we got like guys like Will Lutz, and then we got Deontay Harris who can get 30 yards every time he touches the ball. So obviously, I think he's going to be a great returner. But do you think he's coming for your records though? That's what I want to know. Well, this 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 the thing that everybody talk about the record, and the records are made to be broken. You know what I'm saying? I cannot be mad if he breaks the record. I mean, somebody from the team that I played on, you know what I'm saying? But you're talking about a single season record of 2,432 yards in a single season. And that's on punt return and kick return yardage. You know what I'm saying? They don't do a lot of that like like it used to be. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you have – if he's back there doing it as much, but you got to understand too, you know, we got a good defense that causes a lot of stuff that don't happen as well. So, you know, would I love for him to break it? Of course. I mean, that's what records are made. I mean, what more you can ask for when your record has been standing for 18 years? I ain't mad. Right. No, I mean, I I broke somebody else's record, you know what I'm saying? So you can't be mad. But to have somebody like him that actually plays for the team that you was on, I mean, why not? Exactly. Um, is Drew Brees the greatest of all time? <laughs> I think he is, man. And and And, and – it's not about the records and anything It's the way that he approaches the game. You know, he comes in there day in and day out. First guy in, last guy to leave. He puts in the work, you know what I'm saying? And to have a guy like that for all those years and still doing the same thing and, and, and day in and day out, he's working, trying to be the best every, every game, every day. So, I mean, what more you can ask for from a guy like that who actually was playing ball and most people thought his career was over with and to come and put the record and then hooking up with Coach Payton, which is a great coach as well. You know, with those two guys together, call them two-headed monster, man. What more you can ask for? I think, you know, those two guys, you know, know what they're doing. So Drew Brees is really like the guy that everyone says he is, right? He's like really the guy who's in there doing workouts on bye weeks and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's the, the, the real thing when you call the professional, like he's that guy, he's always studying, he's always paying attention, he's always looking, he's always trying to find a way to win. So he, 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 he's pretty much that guy, just like they say, you know, he puts in that work. That's what's up. Um, how do you feel being selected to like the New Orleans Saints Hall of Fame? Give us your experience there. You know what? It, 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 
it's great because I'm from New Orleans and, you know, getting inducted to the New Orleans Saints Hall of Fame, you know, the records that I put up and the records that I've broke, some of the Saints um, return records and stuff like that, you know, I I had a feeling I was going to go in. I knew I was going to go in, but didn't know when I was going in as fast as I was going in. But it's crazy that me and Tyrone Hughes, who also is from New Orleans, was a return guy as well and played corner. We went in together. And it's crazy. I think we're the only two guys that are actually from New Orleans that's actually in the Saints Hall of Fame. That's crazy. So um, what are you up to these days? Oh, man, you know, doing a little training, you know what I'm saying? That's what I do now. Um, got a couple of guys in the league right now that I train that's um, actually in the NFL. That's great, you know. Um, had two guys that played in the NFL Super Bowl this year. Um, one of the guys was Nick Mullins, who's the backup quarterback for the 49ers. I trained Nick, Tyreek Hill. It's another guy that I train coming out of college, getting ready for his pro day. I work with Tariq as well. Um, Michael Thomas, who actually played for the uh, L.A. Rams, but now he's with the Bengals. I work with uh, him. Jeremy Sprinkle is another guy that I work with. He's a tight end over in um, Washington. Uh, Jermaine Illuminor, who actually plays for the New England Patriots now. He was with New England, got drafted by New England, went to Baltimore last year. Now he's back in New England. It's crazy. Um, Cameron Tom is another guy that I work with who actually plays offensive line for the New Orleans Saints as well. Um, had another guy was on the practice squad. I think he gave it up. Um, that was in, I think he was in Pittsburgh, and he wound up leaving. So that's what I'm doing, man. I like teaching a lot of young kids, man. Um, I, I like them, you know, however they come. It doesn't even matter to me. But um, just training, man, just giving back is like the most important thing, you know, giving these – you know, giving everybody what I had, you know, nobody trained me. I worked my butt off, but I never had a personal trainer or anything like that. So, you know, at this given time, you know, it's like, you know, got to do what I have to do, but to give back and to give them the knowledge and to give them the training and stuff like that. And to see those guys, like you said, Tyreek Hill and those guys playing, you know, makes me feel good because in some part of their life, I had a chance to touch those guys, you know, to do give them a little something. And it just makes me feel good of, you know, just knowing that I work with those guys. Yeah, for sure. So like, what kind of things are you teaching them? Cause you said like a bunch of different positions. So are you doing like, are you doing like position oriented stuff or just like overall, overall general? Just overall general um, speed, agility type stuff, combine work, you know, footwork with some of the other guys, you know, um, I, I pretty much put it all in. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, so one last question for you. Do you have any advice to the young athletes out there chasing their NFL dreams, college dreams? Yes. Um, man, look, if you have a dream, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's with sports, doctor, lawyer, whatever. If that's what your dream or I think you should put 100% into it. And I always tell them like this, education is first and foremost. So without your education, you don't have anything. Because once you make it to the league, you're still studying. You know, we got to go over playbooks and all of this. Here, so you're still learning. But what I would say is, man, don't listen to what nobody else have to say that you can't make it or you too old or you too small or anything like that. You know, I always tell people, you know, I was 5'8", 165 pounds when I made it to the NFL. And I heard it all. I was 29 years old when I made it. And I heard people telling me all the time, you too small, you too old, you're wasting your time, you're doing this here. And I just use it as fuel, man. You know what? I, I just went out there and I just gave my best. And I always tell them this here. At the end of the day, whatever you're doing, if you can look in the mirror, because you're looking right back at yourself, 
and you know you gave 100% regardless to what it is, you should not feel shame about anything that you have done. You know, but I always say, if you got a dream that you're working on, give it everything you got. Don't listen to nobody telling you what you can't do. You're going to fail at some point. You know, you're going to get bumps in the road. Just keep striving and just keep on working. And, you know, eventually you'll get over those bumps. Don't let nothing stop you from being what you want to be. For sure. Thank you so much for coming on today, Michael. I appreciate it. And uh, who that, my guy? <laughs> All day, baby. Who that? Have a good one.